Moose and Maggie hanging out with you until 2 o'clock. And right now it's our pleasure to talk to Giant Safety Logan Ryan. And this Giants report is brought to you by Stop and Shop, the official supermarket of the New York Giants. Hey, Logan, it's Moose and Maggie. How are you doing today? Doing great. How are you guys doing? You know, we're doing okay. And, yeah. you know, obviously want to get to last week. First small thing before we get into the game. It was a story that I noticed and I hadn't read before. Obviously, you got the history with Dak Prescott because of last year and the foot injury. That you had sent two books to him after that incident. It was Mamba Mentality, the Kobe Bryant autobiography, and Relentless by Tim Grover, the famous basketball trainer. And Dak said he read these both. Why did you send him those two books specifically? Yeah, um, so I had a similar injury to Dak, not as gruesome, but I broke my fibula, which is my ankle. Um, actually playing the Giants a couple years before in Tennessee, and I kind of was in the game late. The game was over. We were winning well in hand. And uh, I had someone thrown into my ankle, unfortunately, and snapped my ankle and walked off the field. And I thought, what would Kobe do? So I walked off and got an x-ray in MetLife and they said, my ankle is broken. I'm done for the year. And I didn't get to play for the first time in my career. I was missing the next game and that was really hard. And they told me that I just had to sit around and for a couple weeks and let it set in place and couldn't do anything. And when you're somebody that's a mover, a shaker, a goer, a doer, um, it's really hard to sit still. And I really wanted to work on my mind. So those are two, uh, those are, um, Relentless was a book I read during that time, and I was like, when, I, when I'm ready to rehab, I'm going to attack this rehab, and I'm going to come back better. And I think I came back a better player, and um, I, I had a lot of gains. I didn't come back the same. I came back at even a higher level because I had time to work on other things and deficiencies. And really, I made myself mentally stronger and, and more confident as a person, and had, I attacked the adversity. So, obviously, the tackle with Dak, a routine tackle, freakish injury, and I kind of felt connected to him in a sense. I felt really bad. I want to win every game. I want to inflict punishment, but I don't want to hurt a guy on purpose or, or, or take something away. So I wanted to kind of just say, I've been there before, bud, and this is like what helped me get through it. And it really resonated with him. I just sent it out of a gesture, and we didn't have much of a friendship or relationship before that other than just have respect for each other playing in a league for some years. Um, and he, he really said it helped him get through it. And I think we can all agree he's came back a better player. So Yeah, now we have yeah. you to thank, Logan, he's for having great. a career yeah, here. Uh, he's been, he's <laughs> he attacked been a... the rehab, that's for sure. But, Logan, it, it does speak to the to the brotherhood uh, of NFL players, you know, yeah, where, kidding, you know, having that having that uh, that gesture um, of, of seven sending Dak those books, even connected, not connected. I mean, it, it just shows you, you know, the connectivity amongst players within within the National Football League. Look, it, it could have been a lady walking down the street. If I accidentally knocked her over and she broke her ankle, I'm gonna be there for her. I don't. I understand. You know, I think it definitely is the brotherhood of players, but I think it's more about humanity and human beings, and just feeling like something unfortunate, someone's going through something tough. Whether you have to play against them or not, um, you want to make sure that they can at least get back to that level and um, they can get through it mentally. I think mentally, it was the injury when you have to sit still is the toughest thing. I think physically. You know, we're, you know, we're trained to, you're a great player. You're trained to work. You're trained to come back and attack. But I think mentally was what I was trying to get with him. And uh, as a competitor, you want to play against people. You want to get play against the best. You want to get play against people at their best. That's mm -hmm. just what, mm -hmm. why you play them at this level. That's why you want to play in the NFL, to play against those idols and play against 
the best and, and bring your best and win, lose or draw. You, you put your best foot out there and, uh, and, and you take it. And, um, that's what, that's what Dak Prescott is. Dak Prescott is. He's one of the best and, uh, definitely helped him get through that. And he's a great player. And now we got to deal with that, but you know, not afraid of that. Yeah. That's just, it was a human human being thing more than just a football player thing. Yeah, totally understand. So I wanted to ask you about it. I thought it was a nice gesture, great gesture. Um, unfortunately, game didn't go go your way. Forty four to twenty is the final score. The injuries were definitely the story coming out of the game. But you know, Logan, do you learn a lot from games like Sunday, or is that a situation where you just bury the tape, burn the tape, and say, "Listen, everything went wrong in that game. We're just going to move on." Yeah, you always learn. You know, you always, I think everything's a learning experience. Wins, good wins, bad losses, stuff in between. There's always something to learn from. Um, and I think it's something you have to look at. And we did. And we just didn't. Um, obviously, we had some injuries. And, you know, I think we started off the game pretty, pretty well um, defensively with some turnovers. But it kind of wore down. And, and, we, and some of our mistakes started to get exposed. And we just didn't play well. We didn't execute at a high enough level. To, to keep us in that game and to win that game with the injuries on offense. So obviously we got to heal up, but we got to defensively, we got to um, execute better, uh, look ourselves in the mirror, figure out what, what's not going well and, uh, and, and change that and work on that. And that's really the biggest decision from it is the Cowboys did a lot of good things. They have good players who made some good plays, but we had some stuff where we just weren't in position to even make the play. We weren't aligned correctly. We didn't do our jobs on that play. And um, anybody can beat you if you're not, doing your job on that play. So it was a tough challenge with the injuries, but um, defensive, I just think we got to execute a little bit better, and that's what we're working toward. Yeah, Logan, with that, now going into, you know, week six here, um, you know, defensively, is it, you mentioned, is it, you know, is it scheme? Is it, um, you know, focus? Uh, is it execution? The tackling? You guys have struggled, the ability to get guys to the ground. Uh, you've seen that the past couple of weeks as well. Defense was supposed to be a strong, you know, strength of this team coming into the year. Why do you think the defense has struggled the way it has through the first five weeks? I just think it's a, I just think it's a combination of a little bit of everything, but really it just dials down to me. I keep talking about execution. It's just, it doesn't matter what eleven you have out there. All eleven have to be working as one. And obviously, we've had some injuries um, and some changes at positions and um, trying to trying to get everyone gelling. And you know, I think we. We played better and won a game in New Orleans, and then I don't think we executed in a hostile environment. I don't think we executed well enough in a hostile environment to beat the Cowboys. So, um, you know, the grand story and scheme all, I always like to look at the end of the year, but right now it's a process. Head down, I think we got to execute better and get guys in position to do their jobs better. And it starts with me, starts with the coaching staff, and it starts with every player on that defensive roster. And I think um, – you know, guys aren't making excuses or running from that. It's just the execution has to be better. You know, Logan, it is, it, the, the tackling here through the first five weeks, I heard, you know, I heard Carl Banks at the end of the game saying, you know, there are plays to be made by this defense. They're in position. They're just not executing on the tackling. What about the, the struggles in getting the guys to the ground here through the first five weeks? Um, I don't really, yeah, I don't really know. Um, I, I'm not sure about the tackling. I think, obviously, the tackling can be better when you don't win the game. There's going to be missed tackles. There's going to be dynamic players, but the swarm to the ball can help cover that up. But I don't know, you know, if we're tackling worse than the other team. I don't know if we're tackling worse than the Cowboys. Like Kadarius Tony probably made more Cowboys miss than they missed on our defense alone. So they could be talking about the same thing. It's just they happen to win the game. So 
um, you got to get guys to the ground and it's a collective effort. And obviously it's something to improve on, but um, generally we have some decent tacklers out there. We have some good guys that get the guys down and um, that's just, that's just our job. And the more bodies you have to the ball, the easier it is to make tackles because there's less space. Logan Ryan is our guest. Definitely want to ask you about Tony in just a moment, but just staying on this theme about, you know, not executing, but then like, you know, not being in position and not executing, like, you know, obviously Tate Crowder has to step into a much bigger role here after Blake Martinez goes down. You know, is he being asked to do too much? Is there is is does he need more help here as far as that big role on the defense, Logan? No, I mean, we you know, we last talked Atlanta game and Tate stepped in for Blake when he got hurt. We talked about Tate played his best game of his career that game. And last week we got a win in New Orleans. So I just think the game didn't go as, as planned and Dallas got hats off to Dallas. They they played really well and we didn't really play that well with the injuries we had going on on offense. We didn't play lights out. We needed to play lights out and really well to win that game. And we didn't. Um, so no, I think Tay's doing a great job of what's asked of him. And this happens in football. Guys go down and other guys step up and become household names. So I think Tay's doing a great job. I don't think you can expect him to be Blake Martinez because he's not and mm-hmm. nobody's Blake Martinez it just has to get it done a different way and other guys around Tay need to step up but Tay's doing a great job of what's asked of him it's just his second week in the process you know so it's not all perfect but I don't think anyone played perfect out there so Logan you know Kadarius Tony definitely was in terms of the positives from the game no doubt breakout star you know 10-189 he was doing everything you mentioned he was making Dallas defenders miss and, and kind of making them look silly. I mean, it was it was crazy what he can do in, in a little short space, but then obviously gets ejected from the game because he takes a swing at a guy, and it's just something, you know, obviously that you never want to see a teammate do. You're one of the veterans. You're captain on this team. You know, do you talk to Tony after a game like that? I, I think I think Joe handled that um, well enough, and I think, you know, he's a good kid and a heated moment. And that came out. And honestly, you got to know better. You got to do better. But it's his first time in that situation. And he he made the wrong decision. And you got to take your fine or whatever it is and learn from it. And um, I just think that's how you have to learn in this league. You can always tell everyone prepare for every situation, but until they're in it. So I think, I think you know, it was definitely addressed by Joe in the locker room after. It was addressed with Joe and and Kadaris and it was addressed enough not just him other personal foul stuff um stuff after the play it just there's a fine line of being intense and wanting to win and competitive and crossing the line and obviously throwing punches and stuff is crossing the line so obviously it's blood boiling but you gotta you only can do it to a point and that's just something you have to learn yeah and and he learned it and apologized Lucky for didn't it break yesterday. his hand yeah and uh, one thing yeah, is happy he missed I mean, yeah, I guess that's the best miss of of the Giants season. Well, that's it. And and the Giants have I mean, he is some kind of playmaker with the ball in his hands. He's like Tyreek Hill. I mean, that that is he can make he can embarrass defensive backs and linebackers, Logan, when Tony's got the ball in his hands. He's amazing to watch. He is. I mean, I think we all we all kind of we all kind of saw that. Like, wow, we you know, he's there's a reason why this guy got drafted where he drafted and the team saw what they saw in him. And when you get the playmakers out there together and can spread the ball around and get healthy and all that stuff, um, it shows you that there are some viable playmakers on offense. We just got to get guys healthy. We got to keep guys together. Uh, we got to shore up some stuff defensively, which I'm telling you, everyone's doing their best to address that and, um, and make it, make it come together, you know, when it should in, in the right manner. But yeah, I think that kid showed some people that, um, 
he's got some talent. He justified the, the draft pick there. Logan, is that difficult? Teams one and four, and I know teams can get off to bad starts and, and rally within a given year, right? Dealing now with injuries. What about this group staying together? What's the mood, temperament of that room right now after the Cowboy loss? Um, you know, we're together, man. We had a rough start to last season, and I think we fought and finished hard. And one thing that jumped a question about the locker room um, is the togetherness. So it just comes from the leaders. It comes from the guys. They did a good job of putting good character in, in that locker room. And it does matter. It doesn't make a difference. Um, it doesn't always show up on the scoreboard, but it makes a difference day to day. And I don't think that's something that needs to be questioned. If we're questioning scheme or tackling or something, how the game went, I understand that. But good character. There's no, there's nothing, any type of friction or anything in a locker room. I think it's everyone – on the same page and wanted to do better. Guys wanted wanted a better outcome, so it starts with the process of doing the process better. Logan, just a couple more minutes with you. And one technical thing, and I noticed now, I think it's been Troy Aikman both times. He's done two of the games, and I think he's mentioned it both times about a Dory Jackson giving too much cushion to receivers. Is that on purpose? Is that something that needs to be adjusted? Because it was a big, big-ish part of the TV broadcast, Troy Aikman noticing that. Um... No, nah, I think I think one thing about corners, it's kind of like pitchers. Yeah. They're a different breed. They're out there on an island, and if they get beat for a bad play, everyone in the world roasts them. You know, it's just – you got to be wired different. I was a corner. You got to be a little wired different. You, you guys know I'm very confident by nature, but that's just what you have to be to be a defensive back. If you don't want to live with that, go be a guard. Go be a D-tackle. Go be a linebacker. But that's just a different wire. So he, he gets paid a lot of money and uh, has earned a lot of respect in this league for what, what he does and how he sees fit. And when the result isn't good, um, you know, it's easy to say, oh, he should have did that. But it's kind of man in the arena there. I think you got to let those guys, him and Bradbury, um, play how they want to play, play how they feel, play how the coaches ask them to play. Because um, generally in their careers, it generates a lot more success than failure. And uh, I just think those guys, you kind of got to let them, you know, learn from their own mistakes. This is how you have to do it. Because no, very few people on this planet can go do what he does in his shoes. It's just it's just too fast, too different. Covering people going backwards, you know. Mm-hmm. Logan, this Sunday, what's the challenge that this Rams offense is going to provide your defense? I mean, I think you know. I mean, they're very, very good. Um, got good playmakers. Deshaun Jackson's adding a vertical element. Cooper Cup's leading the league in receiving. He's a very good player. Robert Woods. They block really hard. They compete really hard. We had a really good game against the Rams last year defensively. So I'm sure we'll pull some stuff from that, but I'm sure they're watching that as well. And that's where the chess match comes in of a combination of what we did last year to affect them so much. But they have a new quarterback as well that they didn't obviously didn't think the job was getting done. So we got to just play um, less mental errors, um, execute the game plan better, um, simplify the game plan, and got to go out there and compete with them, which we competed really, really well with them last year. So we got to figure out a way to do that and to pull it off in the end. Logan, have you seen or talked to Daniel Jones since you guys got back to New York? Yeah, I did. He's in good spirits. I know he's in concussion protocol, and he's got to he's got to do that. But I know he's in very good spirits, and he seemed like he was very in it. He wasn't out of it at all. And uh, we sit near each other on the flight, so he, he was he was good to go. He's reading a bu- reading a book, so that's always a good thing. Mamba mentality. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what he. I don't know. He might read some World War Two document. I don't know what he reads, but it wasn't Mamba mentality. Okay. Did he like Judge without the hat, Logan, or did he go? Uh, yeah, Who's the only one who noticed it? I was. I was. I like. I, I like your coach with the hat more so than him. Uh, he had a nice haircut. I'm not telling you that, but I like the hat more with Judge. 
Maybe he was showing off the haircut. I don't know. I didn't even notice. But maybe was, uh, I got to go look at his haircut. This is a guy who I would bet my life savings that he's had the exact same haircut since 1994. And I feel like that's getting cut at home. Yes. Anyway, that's my two cents. Hey, Logan, we appreciate it. All right. Appreciate you guys. You Thanks, got Logan. it. Logan Ryan. Uh, give me his thoughts. I think I am the only one that noticed that. Yeah. I, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know. A jar. He like, like has a haircut that's meant not to be noticed. That's you true. know, you're right. About like he's that. doing the under the radar cut. That's what they call it. Give me the number five, the under the radar cut. Is our surprise coming next, Pete? Oh, oh thumbs up. All right. That's it. Finally, Move. something for us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding.